If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why did that guy's tie point upwards? It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. When was the peak of the popularity of the comic strip Dilbert? I'm feeling like it was early 90s? 90s? It's been around for a while, though. I'd say definitely through the 90s. And and how universally loved. And yeah. Has there any, been anything as universally loved as Dilbert? Oh, and it's still popular in calendars and posters and all that sort of stuff. Just, to, you know, cubicle life. Mocking cubicle life. That is what Scott Al- Adams of Dilbert fame did. Well, uh, it's going to be hard to find now. Uh, one network, which operates hundreds of newspapers, has pulled the plug on the long-running comic strip. The Washington Post, the Cleveland Plain Dealer, among other newspapers that individually used to carry Dilbert will no longer carry the comic. The comic By because the way, of, yeah. that's, a, that's a really good name for a newspaper, the Cleveland Plain Dealer. I like that. It's good. So Scott Adams, who is uh, he's been dipping his toe in controversy now for a while. He did it all through the COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, he was mostly a he was somebody who who wanted the contrarian point of view explored. He hated, like we hated, the shutting down of discussion on a lot of topics that were absolutely still in play. And I disagreed with him sometimes, but, you know, he was a free inquiry guy. I was both surprised and admired the fact that he was willing to put his neck out there. Because I thought, man, you're going to lose a lot of readers, if not your whole comic strip. Well, he has now. Anyway, so uh, we didn't talk about this poll that came out last week that got a lot of play in, like, talk radio and podcasts and stuff that I listened to. They brought it up. Uh, Rasmussen reports had a poll out that said 53 percent of black americans agreed with the statement it's okay to be white 
I saw it presented as such a great thing for <laughs> harmony in America. And that's why I wanted to talk about it. It's just you telling me it's only 53% of black Americans say it's okay to be white? What are, what are, what's the rest of black people think about being white? It's not okay? Or? And you folks who don't think it's okay, what do you suggest I do about it? Right. So it was one of those, that, that often happens with polls, where the, the headline takeaway is not my takeaway. <laughs> I well, think it's, and it's horrifying so how low that stupid. number is. Yeah, and whatever that means, yeah, you have to figure out what people mean by that. Right, the classic example the only 24% of Muslims believe blah, blah, blah. You know, back in the post-9-11 uh, era, when if you do that math, that means hundreds of millions of Muslims believe in whatever the abhorrent practice right. being discussed was. And just uh, the inability of the media to come to grips with something that simple is just amazing to me. Yeah, which, going on. which Elon Musk is going to comment on here in a moment. But back to Dilbert and the creator of Dilbert, Scott Adams. He uh, did a long rant on a YouTube video where he said a whole bunch of different things, including if nearly half of all blacks are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, that's a hate group, Adams said Wednesday on his YouTube show, Real Coffee with Scott Adams. Uh, I don't want have I don't want to have anything to do with them. Adams added, and I would say, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give the white people is get the hell away from black people. Just get the f away because there are no there is no fixing this. And uh, that's what did him in. Yeah, boy, I hate the modern world. Well, I would have never said that, or certainly phrased it that way. I mean, no, I, yeah. me neither. No. No, it's kind of. I think I know what he was driving at, but an exasperated man, poorly illustrating what he means, should not end careers. I mean, the guy's got more money than I'll ever dream of having, and you know he's retired anyway. But um, <sighs> well, if you can pick the phrase out of the long rant, and I haven't seen it in context, but if you can pick the phrase out, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Yeah, you're, that, that's not going to work. Uh, so Elon Musk joined in just a couple hours ago. So this is new information. That all happened over the weekend, and uh, Dilbert is, you know, I suppose, I don't know if calendars will go away from your local place you buy calendars and coffee mugs and all that sort of stuff that Dilbert has been making. God, he's probably one of those guys that has been making gazillions of dollars a year not doing anything for a long time. Yes. Off coffee clearly. mugs and little Post-it notes and stuff like that. Uh, so Elon tweeted out in response to a tweet about the controversy the media is racist here's what he says for a very long time u.s media was racist against non-white people now they're racist against whites and asians same thing agree. yeah i agree same thing mm -hmm. happened with elite colleges and high schools in america maybe they can try not being racist musk later i'm i'm reading from cnn by the way so doesn't i'm uh, me reading does not condone advocation or something like that. <laughs> Musk later agreed with a tweet saying Adam's comments weren't good, but had an element of truth to them. He also accused the media of giving black victims of police violence disproportionate coverage over white victims of police violence. Black people are more likely to die from police use of force than white people, according to multiple studies. That's what CNN added in. 
All right. Um, that's a, okay. Not even going to get off on that topic. Um, so, uh, why, I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why Elon decides to step in these things the way he does. Cause he enjoys it. Cause he's a billionaire and he thinks, you know, I have an opinion and I want everybody to hear it. Stupid knee jerk corporations that say you can say anything in the world about white people, no matter how savage and racist it is. Right. But you can't say anything bad about black people, including black people who presumably from this poll think it's not okay to even be white. And Scott Adams is saying, well, what am I supposed to do? How can I deal with somebody who thinks like that? It's so clearly racist. I can't deal with them. Probably it's best not to even try. That's not being racist. That's pointing out how strange and indefensible that attitude is. It's racist. You know, I would suggest there are other ways to make that point in, in other, you know, other ways to engage. I, w- I would prefer to engage with people than to never deal with them. But the idea that he was somehow being racist by that statement, he was reacting to the racism of the poll. But you got to be careful. Yeah. So I, I don't think for a single second he's racist. Now, I could be wrong. I don't know the guy. Um, judging by what he said, I don't think he's racist. I think he shot off his mouth and was not careful enough. He's guilty of that. But the USA Today's decision is just, it's the sort of times we're living in where it's, um, it's, it's you don't dare put up with even a whiff of well it reminds me of the like the red scare days where if there was even a whiff of you might be a communist you're doomed even if you weren't and so terrible things were done so dilbert was the guy with the crooked tie yes glasses what was yes. his diminutive what was <laughs> what was his boss's name Oh, Michael, do you remember Dilbert's boss's name? Mr. Something. Yeah. Mr. Schmidlovich. Seems like something I should know. Maybe you can look that up while I'm talking, Michael. What's Dilbert's boss's name? If uh, Scott Adams had said something, how are white people supposed to react to a poll like that? Or something. He would have been fine. Right. How would non-black, how should non-black people deal with black people who believe their very existence is bad i mean that's a reasonable question making blanket judgments based on skin color which is supposedly the definition of racism yes yes michael yeah. pointy haired boss was that his name or is it just they referred to him in that he did have the pointy head i knew there was something to it he had the pointy head <laughs> Which is well, pretty clever. Was, yeah, he didn't what have was a name. Dilbert's, uh, his uh, equally cynical female coworker, Aunt B. No, that's a different. That's right, thing. Aunt B. Fonzie. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Your primary characters included uh, Dilbert. The pointy-haired boss, his name was Pointy-haired Boss, he uh, he never named him so that people can imagine him to be their boss. Good idea. You racist. That's great. No, he's not. Wally. Wally the engineer. <laughs> right. Let's see. Alice. Yep. One of the more competent engineers. She is often frustrated at her work because she does not get proper recognition. She 
She believes it is because she is female, though in reality it is likely because she has a quick, often violent temper, <laughs> sometimes putting her lethal fist of death to use, even with the pointy-haired boss. Then Dilbert's dog, Dogbert. Oh, right. <laughs> of course. Dogbert. Yes. Asok, the young intern. That's right. I forgot. Dogbert. It, it wasn't all limited to just cubicle workplace life. He would get home and deal with the typical go-home-from-work person to deal with his dog and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Dogbert, uh, Dilbert's anthropomorphic pet dog is the smartest dog on earth. Dogbert is a megalomaniac uh, intellectual dog planning to one day conquer the world. Right. I hadn't read Dilbert in so long I forgot about that. Yeah, the thoughts the dog had were the smartest things that ever happened in the comic strip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these are weird times and stupid. Well, I kind of am shocked that a guy uh, who's been navigating the media and uh, the, you know, the, the, the edge of pop culture his whole life didn't realize that was going to land him in this kind of trouble. Well, I, I hate to use nasty letters, but he has FU money. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't care. It could be. Let him count up the f*** he has. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Zero. I'm sorry. Not How many blanks he gives? Right. He gives zero. Right. Well, there you go. Well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon. Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.